This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is... The eve of Hanukkah, it is, Jen, you look absolutely beautiful today. You must have a huge date tonight. I hope it goes very well. He is going to be very, very impressed. Wow. Yes, if you'd like to be part of our Hanukkah Eve, Christmas week program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. And we have so much to discuss, of course. One of the biggest political travesties in recent memories taking place today, that would be the January 6th committee unveiling criminal referrals against former President Donald J. Trump. They are also suggesting that other leaders of the Republican Party, Scott Perry, Jim Jordan, and uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, have to face some kind of music ethics investigations uh, in the case of McCarthy because he ignored their dumb subpoena. So uh, we shall see what happens with that. Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton will be with us a little bit later in the program today. Uh, This week, Carrie Lake will join us also. We are going to have... Harim Dillon, Ms. Harim Dillon with us this week. She is in a contest to see if she can become the next chair of the RNC. And let me tell you, this is one intelligent, wise woman. Can't wait to have her and have you meet her if you are unfamiliar with her. And there is other news we will cover, some of which very briefly, like the New York Times Hey, you hear Scott? You hear about this business with the New York Times crossword uh, puzzle today? No, is it racist? It's it. Let me let you be the judge of that. The New York Times is defending itself from a swastika-shaped crossword puzzle that they published on the eve of Hanukkah, and, and among others, Benjamin Netanyahu has gone off on the New York Times. Take a look at it. How past? <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say I'd have to see it. If you just fill it in, yeah. If you just fill it in, you'll. <laughs> well, you're laughing. Well, it does. It does kind of jump out at you. <laughs> New York Times huh. with their swastika crossword puzzle, and let me tell you something. It has caused some angst, and they're defending it. They are. They are somehow or another defending it in New York today. An arrest, and this one just kills me, one of these burglars was caught red-handed in the house of Trump hater Robert De Niro. 
and she's a recidivist burglar, has a nickname, her own moniker, her own branding as a burglar, the little frocker, in his house stealing Christmas presents. This woman has 26 previous arrests. She was most recently arrested between November 25th, December 8th, back on the streets. Police saw her going into the De Niro residence and caught her there. She's probably back on the streets now. She's a prime example of what it's like to be a criminal in New York. They catch you, they release you, they catch you, they release you. They catch you, they release you again, and over and over. 26 arrests recently, and she's back on the street. Jen, where are you going tonight? You have to tell me. I know this. No, I just wore a little makeup today. That's what happens. I don't have any plans today. I told you on Monday I wear my best outfit, and then after that it's all downhill. (laughs) No, I just put on a little makeup this morning, you know. Well, Jen, I mean, you did more than makeup. I mean, your hair is all dolly dolly. You've got this this great outfit oh, on. Oh, thank you. The browns. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jen's going somewhere tonight. I wish I had a date tonight, but I don't. Mm-mm. <clears throat> hey, fellas. Um, <laughs> oh, and I just and that want... doesn't That doesn't mean losers. It Mm-mm. means men of good repute. Yes. And then I also wanted to tell you about the uh, the uh, article you were just talking about. They named her the Little Fokker because he was in the Fockers. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why. I couldn't figure it out. It was okay. like the sequel. It's isn't it the sequel to Meet the Parents? It's like Little Fo- Meet the Fockers. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, why okay. they, you know, the New York Post is, you know, they're kind of punny like that. So that's yeah. why they and do I am that. so, and I am so. You know, as much as I know about music is as little as I know about film. I must tell you, because I don't watch a lot of movies, except unless they're violent. Not violent, violent. Like, I, I, I'm watching this, this this thing on Paramount Plus now with St- Sylvester Stallone as a gangster. And it is really good. It's like the King of Tulsa or something like that. And and he's like this old gangster. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. So anyway, but but Jen, thank you for that uh, report. Maybe we can interview the little fucker one day if we can. I'm being very careful how I pronounce her name. I know you got to be careful. Uh, maybe we can find her and interview her since she's always going to be free and never <laughs> really thrown in jail for long periods. Also, of time. I want to know what kind of presents she stole from his apartment. What was she, iPads? She was stealing iPads I... and there was a bunch of other stuff. Damn, she got caught. She got caught. <laughs> She'll be out in no time. She'll be stealing tomorrow night from someone else. So it's New York. Criminals go free. That should be the new slogan of New York. It's New York. Criminals go free. I kind of like that. Um, the, the the slogan, not the fact that it happens, folks. All right, let's talk about this J6 business. And if you want to get in on it, 800-848-WABC. I put something on Twitter by the way, you see Elon, Elon Musk came up with the poll. He said, should I leave or not? 57, I think, percent said, yeah, get out. I'm like, really? Please don't listen to that unscientific poll. And who knows how many bots are still on Twitter that were voting. Anyway, what I put out today, what I tweeted out today shortly after I read the first, the opening round of coverage after this J6 
announcement is this. It is an open letter to Republicans, and it says, Dear Republicans, if you do not answer this investigation and persecution of Donald Trump by investigating every single Democrat possible, you will have failed again to finally fight back politically against these partisan hacks. And I mean it. The response to this criminal referral to the Justice Department of President Trump should be a full, party-wide, head-on investigation of every single Democrat you can find. If you see a Democrat picking his nose in public, Haul him in or her for an investigation. There is no way that the entire Biden crime family from top to bottom shouldn't be investigated. On the local level, Letitia James, investigate her for this sexual harassment deal that apparently she let slide by. At least that's what's alleged in her office. If a Democrat breathes too hard on a young girl's neck, Prosecute him. Investigate him. It is not too late to call an investigation into Eric Swalwell and his role with Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. Reopen the investigations of how the FBI did not find those missing emails. Investigate all of the Democrats and their henchmen in the deep state, every single Democrat that has anything suspect. Oh, and don't just stop with them. Investigate their families, too. Let's go through the family history. This should be responded to, I hate to say the phrase because it sounds tit for tat. Big tit for big tat. Everyone. The very day that this investigation began by the J6 committee, we all knew what the outcome was going to be. They would find a way to say that Donald Trump was guilty of something, and they would demand that he be persecuted so that he could not run for president again. This entire J6 committee was nothing but political theater of the worst kind in America. It is banana republic political theory. They pick their political enemy. They isolate their political enemy. They use the weaponry of the government to go after their political enemies, and they stack the deck to make sure that they get the the exact result they wanted. It's kind of like, you know, when you go back, you watch the Tudors, or you watch them. Like, I watch the Tudors. I like English history. I watch the Tudors. You go to the part when Anne Berlin was on trial. Oh, they bring out the evidence. Yep, she screwed her brother. What? Oh, she screwed everybody and their mama before she got married to the king. Oh, she's an adulteress. She's evil. She's so what that she's the queen. Let's take her down. Let's take her out. Let's behead her. Before the woman even sat and set foot to get justice, justice was done according to them. The king says he doesn't want her anymore. She's got to go off with her head. It is the same mentality with this group of Democrats 
They hated Donald Trump. They start, Letitia James in New York said she was going to investigate him before there was any evidence of We're going to find something on him, and then we're going to stick it to him. This is what the Democrats call justice. So now, House, you are in power. You Republicans better not sit with your thumbs up your butt once more and just give all the Democrats a pass, and instead... Just sit down and say, oh, okay, let's help them pass an omnibus spending bill. Let's help them pass $1.7 trillion in spending that we don't have because we need to be responsible. You need to investigate every single Democrat elected official that you can get your grubby little hands on. Investigate every single one. Find the dirt. Look for the dirt. The only thing that I would say is if there are if they have honestly not done something, then don't refer them to criminal proceedings. I mean, I don't believe in lying about people or slandering them. But if there is cause for honest investigation, investigate every single one. Everyone. And then you're gonna hear from the rhinos, and you're gonna hear from the rhino establishment swamp wing of the party. Well, you know, we really need to be responsible. We're not going to do that kind of thing because if we have to do the work of the people. We have to pass these massive spending bills in which we don't have the money to pay for, and we're never going to have the money to pay for, but that's what we need to do for the American people is spend money that we don't have. We don't need to waste time doing investigations. Screw all that stuff. Investigate the Democrats starting the day you take office. First subpoena ought to be to Nancy Pelosi. Adam Schiff ought to get the second piscina. And then bring back Liz Cheney. She likes being in Washington so much. Subpoena Liz Cheney. Get every single one of her communications with Democrats and with other members of the swamp. Send out the FBI SWAT teams to their house to deliver the subpoenas and the search warrants. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, here with you. It's WABC. Uh, peace and goodwill to men uh, and women. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, coming back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Something's wrong here. WABC Talk Radio 77. Yeah, that, that kind of took you off guard, right? <laughs> it is Christmas week here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Mannheim Steamroller brings us back. 
now on, I'm only listening to Manaheim Steamroller on the left side. <laughs> I do. I'm converted. This is one of Russia's favorite bumpers. I made an executive decision. We are going to carry on the tradition here. I'm letting everybody know now what we're going to do. On our last show of this year, we will carry on a tradition that we started on the Rush Limbaugh show. The Mannheim steamroller version of Silent Night will be the last thing that we play for the year. And its entirety. Okay, as I mentioned to you, it's not just Donald Trump. The House Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol escalated its clash with Republican lawmakers on Monday recommending a formal ethics inquiry into minority leader Kevin McCarthy and other top allies of former President Trump for their refusal to cooperate with the probe for their refusal to cooperate with this partisan witch hunt. That is in the Hill today. The recommendations to the House Ethics Committee mark a milder step than the criminal referrals to the uh, DOJ that they made against Trump and several members of the former president's inner circle. But they're going after Scott Perry. They're going after Jim Jordan. They're going after Andy Biggs and McCarthy. Republicans, go after Hakeem Jeffries. Start with Hakeem Jeffries. Start with anybody in Democrat leadership. The whole team. Start the investigations. Get all of them investigated, every single one. And we will have Andy Biggs on the show this week as well. Andy Biggs is going to join us on Thursday. We've got we've got a jam-packed week for you here. You cannot let this slide, okay? You cannot just play politics as usual. You see what they do. You see we knew. Again, all of us looking at this, we knew the day that they started this committee what it was about. We knew how it was going to end up, and they have done. They give their constituents, their partisan Trump-hating constituents, exactly what they want. We knew they were going to do it from the beginning, and they've done it. And all of us sit around wondering what the Republicans are going to do because we don't have as much confidence in our side. We know our side tends to be a bunch of little timid losers, and they just sit with their little tails between their legs and talk like they're nice guys on the park. They, you know, the guys that in, in the old days that Charles Atlas, before he turned into a he's the guy on the beach, that the other guy, the, the bully, just comes and kicks the sand all over him. That's the Republican guy. Oh, I'm sorry you kicked the sand on me. You should apologize. You hurt my feelings. Democrats 
have continued to escalate. Escalate. Their persecution of Donald Trump since before he took office. This phony Russia hoax. The two impeachments. This continued persecution of anybody close to Donald Trump, including his family members, investigating his business operations and coming up with findings there, throwing people in jail, Manafort thrown in jail, harmless little Roger Stone thrown in jail, FBI tipped off about, you know, or whoever it was tipped off that there was going to be a, a, a raid on this guy's house at 6 in the morning, this harmless little guy. But this is what they do to Republicans over and over again. And it is time for Republicans to stop sitting around just watching it happen and then telling us, oh, no, we've got to do the work of the American people. We can't really investigate them. Investigate every single one of them. He's got to be better. Thank you. There are other things in the news, and we will get to your calls. Immigration and what is happening with this Title 42. Folks, our country is literally being invaded. And then you have people like this ABC, not related to this one. Back in the the prior century, yes, it was all under one company, but ABC News not related to WABC. This Martha Raddatz woman with one of the most imbecilic statements I have heard in ages. She argues that Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Greg Abbott are responsible for the immigration crisis. Because, you know why? Because they're the ones that talk about open borders. And by them talking about open borders, they give the signal to immigrants that our borders are open and have them come in. That's her logic. This woman that is supposedly a journalist at one of the leading media companies in America. This is straight-up imbecilic. Joe Biden never mentions that the borders are swung wide open. She says, you talk about the border wall, you talk about open borders. I don't think I've ever heard President Biden say we have an open border. Come on over. But the people I have say it are you. She says of Abbott, Trump, Ron DeSantis, that message reverberates in Mexico and beyond. This woman, I mean, this is one of the. It's weird. I've seen a lot of the illegals wearing Biden T-shirts and sweatshirts, and they, you know, they, yeah, that's because Joe. That's they be- know like three words of English. One of them is Biden. But yeah, that's because they heard Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott they're so dialed Biden. in. Internationally, people are really dialed into Ron DeSantis. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is just ludicrous. Not to Mr. Ludicrous out there, the rap guy. I'm not trying to besmirch your name, but this is just ludicrous. And I would like to remind all of you dreamers of something. There is another article today. Don't have time to get into it in depth. But the article says that the time has run out, sadly, on this term again for the dreamers to have legislation that would solve their problem. 
So, you dreamers, I would like you to know you have once again been scammed. You've been had. For the past three administrations, all you've heard of how poor you dreamers are. Oh, poor you dreamers. Oh, you people just want to be Americans. You dreamers. You were here, brought here unfairly as children. And the Democrats, why they want to fix that. This is the second administration where the Democrats had a trifecta, where they owned the House of Administ- House of I started to call it the House of Administration, <laughs> the House of Representatives. They owned the United States Senate and they owned the presidency. And what did you dreamers get out of the trifecta? You got nothing. They didn't fix your problems. They didn't care about your problems. Late in the term, they started saying, "Oh well, maybe we better do something to try to help the dreamers." But it was too late. They knew they weren't going to ever pass anything. That was just to appease you and make you think that they care. Here we go again. And now if Republicans get in power, they're going to start talking about, oh, the dreamers, the dreamers. They don't care about you. You never were important to them in terms of fixing your problem. You're just political fodder. That is all you ever are to Democrats, political fodder. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, coming back. We're expecting Tom Fitton to be with us. Don't go away. It's Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77. Hey, folks, this week. You can win a signed WABC Music Radio T-shirt from our very own Cousin Brucey. All you have to do is join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to WABCRadio.com slash VIP. It's a great way to become a part of the 77 WABC Radio family. Every week we'll be giving away prizes to our 77 WABC VIP members live event, celebrity meet and greets, signed memorabilia, concert tickets, and more. This week, a lucky 77 WABC VIP member will be chosen to receive a signed WABC Music Radio t-shirt. From our very own Cousin Brucey. Again, download the app. WABCRadio.com slash VIP. You'll automatically be entered for a chance to win every week. And you also get our special members-only newsletter. Become a WABC VIP, 77 WABC VIP. Like me. We have Tom Fitton on the line. Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with them, you should be. They have been at the forefront of trying to hold the, well, how shall I say, to keep justice in this country what it should be. They are the ones behind trying to find out the worst of the corruption in the Obama administration and now the Biden administration. 
Tom Fitton, welcome. How are you? Hey, James. Thanks for the good word. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Tom, I went out and dug out one of your I, I went out and dug out your CSPAC your, your CPAC speech from twenty twenty one. And in that speech you said this Big media and big tech, which seem to be nothing more than left wing advocacy groups, censored or covered this up for years, talking about the Biden, the Hunter Biden corruption. And the Justice Department, the FBI, true to form, focused on protecting Biden while targeting Trump. Are you surprised by anything you're seeing coming out of the revelations of what Twitter has been up to? Yeah, well, another piece of the puzzle has been exposed more directly, which is the censorship not only involved big tech and the big media, but it was done in concert with the FBI and other deep state agencies. And that's what uh, we're seeing here is that, uh, you know, one way to rig an election is to uh, keep away from the public eye negative information about a candidate uh, that could impact the election outcome. And that's what happened in the days before the 2020 election where you had big tech, in this case Twitter specifically, uh, working hand-in-glove with the FBI to suppress information not only about Hunter Biden, but suppress other content related to the administration of the elections that was in controversy at the time, which meant uh, denigrating and, and suppressing Trump and his supporters. Now, let me ask you, let me just turn, because we have I have a lot I want to cover with you. We've got big tech. Talk to us for a minute about your reaction to this J6 committee, this partisan committee deciding they want criminal referrals for former President Trump, and they also want ethics investigations on key Republican figures. Well, you know, just take a step back. I mean, if you're the president of France or you're Putin, you know, you see, oh, wait, there's one political party who wants to jail the likely contender for the presidency from the other political party. So they know what it's about. And that's, I think, Americans, I think, even even those who don't like Trump see this for what it is, a a smear job, a hit job uh, designed to uh, not only obviously harass Trump, but it suggests to Americans who have concerns, legitimate concerns about the way elections have been handled and are being handled and will be handled, that they could face all sorts of uh, blowback, including federal state criminal investigations. So it's a dangerous time for our republic because, you know, in some ways it's a partisan joke. But, you know, if you're the subject of a grand jury investigation out of the Justice Department, it ain't no joke. I want to shift gears. I want to talk to a, a one of the many things that Judicial Watch is investigating. And this is this is a, this is can be found, by the way, on your website, which everybody should visit. Almost on a daily basis, and you guys deliver newsletters, you're delivering news to people about what it is that you're doing. We want to make people aware of that. Here's one that I found stunning uh, from Judicial Watch. FDA records show significant number of mRNA tests, rats, have been born with skeletal deformations. Wow, I missed that one in the legacy media. They didn't cover that at all. How do you find out about that? Well, we had to sue the FDA for the records. Uh, again, they know the most important vaccine in the history of modern man, right? 
uh, but we can't get basic information about how they tested it and what the test showed about its safety and efficacy. And in this case, we found that uh, they were seeing some notable increases in, in malformations, wavy ribs it's called, in uh, the litters of rats. And uh, they're pretending it's not adverse, or they suggest it's not adverse, but others who look at this issue think uh, that is potentially adverse and significant in analyzing uh, the safety profile of the vaccine. And, you know, my view is, uh, you know, if you want to take the vaccine, take the vaccine. But in the least, if we're going to have a debate about whether to take it and certainly whether to mandate it, uh, we should have access to all the information possible about its safety and efficacy. And it shouldn't take a federal lawsuit by Judicial Watch to get this basic info out. It really is an outrage. There's a story today about a Coast Guardsman who had served his country in the Coast Guard in some very, very hostile environments for 19 years. He's been thrown out. He doesn't even have benefits. He will. Be, he received no benefits because he refused the vaccine mandate. And this kind of th- stuff to me is outrageous, especially when the mandate has been declared in certain instances not valid. I don't understand how this can continue to stand that these people who serve their country are being punished, and they are literally being punished their entire, in this case, this guy's entire 19-year record of amazing service to this country has just been tossed out, and he's been tossed out in the cold. Well, that's going to be a test for this Congress, whether or not they're going to uh, agree with uh, Biden's continued abusive and vindictive mandate that is resulting in the punishment of so many honorable men and women in our nation's armed forces. And uh, Congress can, I think, uh, I'm not quite sure the status is, but uh, there's opposition building, and I think um, it may actually pass in Congress if if, uh, push comes to shove here. So we'll see. Let's turn to immigration. Title 42 looks like it's on the way out. And Judicial Watch reported the removal of criminal illegal immigrants arrested by local police in America has dropped 71% under President Biden. While Meanwhile, we have ABC News reporter Martha Raddix claiming that the immigration problem was caused by Ron DeSantis, Abbott, and others saying that the borders are open. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty incredible. I mean, the Biden administration has decided to stop enforcing the rule of law on immigration. That bleeds down into local communities uh, and and uh, who don't pick up illegal aliens uh, in terms of criminal conduct the way they used to. Of course, there are other big problems with respect to the war and the police and the soft on crime approach of the left. Uh, but our border is out of control, or even worse, it's in control of the cartels, and we're witnessing a massive human trafficking operation, that something that humanity has never seen before, and it's being aided and abetted by the Biden administration. You know, we but, have but, but, undocumented but, 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 minors. Let's, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. We have undocumented minors that have crossed this country and come into this country in record numbers. Nobody knows where they are. Nobody knows what happened to these kids, and no one in the, on the left, the people that claim to be the the heroes of the of of, of the underprivileged, haven't are, are quiet. They are not saying a word about any of this. 
No, they're enabling the abuse. It's more than just silence. You know, the entire left is geared towards allowing this to continue and encouraging it and regularizing it. So when I say human trafficking, that necessarily means that you have child children being trafficked. trafficked. It means that you have uh, sex trafficking and abuse. Uh, it's it's a humanitarian nightmare. In these remaining moments that we have, I'd like you to tell us some of the other things that are important that you're working on. And please, Tom, tell the American public how they can help Judicial Watch with your mission. Well, you know, we're continuing to fight uh, against this Marxist critical race theory uh, insanity that's infecting our military. We just sued for material about uh, what they're teaching the cadets at the Air Force Academy. We have lawsuits over West Point uh, and and what the Naval Academy has been doing. But you, then you have these racist discrimination programs that the left has embraced under the guise of critical race theory uh, that we're challenging too. And you know that's that's something that undermines the very fabric of our society and our and our, our democracy to use the word the left likes to use. And you know if people like this type of work, getting access to information defending the rule of law, uh, uh, helping those who are being abused by the government, then they should support Judicial Watch. They can go to our website at judicialwatch.org, judicialwatchoneword.org. Of course, we're all over social media. Uh, but, you know, get the information, support our cause, and get the word out because our government's out of control. And there are a few ways we have constitutionally speaking and illegally speaking to keep it under control. And the least we can do uh, for our our liberty is to make sure we're taking advantage of those rules. Judicialwatch.org. You will find you have really changed in the past two, three years. You have become much more uh, present in delivering news on your website as well so that people can keep up not only with with what you're doing but get a wide glance at some of the issues that are affecting all of us in this country. So I would urge people to go there, and you guys have all kind of ways where people can interact with judicialwatch.org. So judicialwatch.org. Thank you, Buff. Thank you, Tom Fenton, ladies and gentlemen, Judicial Watch, friend of this program. I, I, I presume, I'm saying very presumptuously, we love Judicial Watch here. They have been in the battle, my friends, for a very long time. They deserve a lot of support. If you... All right, look at what they're doing. Look at all the things we just discussed in five minutes, whether it's the vaccines, whether it's, and this is the season of giving, we say, the people that are doing good work on our side, please do not let them stand out there alone. And Judicial Watch is right front and center with doing the work that you want done. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, coming back right after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, it is Christmas week here on WABC. Mannheim Steamroller. Rush took a bunch of us out to Chicago 
when this album was released. So that we could go see the show. It was as cold as a witch's abdomen. But Mannheim Steamroller was fantastic. So just trying to carry on a little bit of the tradition. Mannheim Steamroller bringing us back here on WABC. Stacey Abrams is back in the news. You know how much money, Scott, you know how much, guess how much money Stacey Abrams raised. Oh, is this including the FTX or without the FTX? Without FTX. Uh, just... And uh, no, it's heavy more than that. Uh, Thirty million. Huh? You're not even close. She raised more than a hundred million dollars. People like her. Yeah, except for her staff right now. Guess what she's <laughs> doing? Guess what she's doing? She's cutting their pay. She's a million dollars in debt. Apparently, the campaign they raised over a hundred over a hundred million dollars, and right now Christmas week. Miss Stacy Adams is telling people on her staff, um, I can't pay you. Some of her staffers are now coming forward. One told Axios they have no idea how they're going to pay their rent. This comes as, as a total shock to them. But they're being told that they have to absorb the losses. Another former Abrams staffer told Axios, they were banking on some portion of the $100 million campaign treasury being able to help pay their salaries. I figured $100 million, why they should be able to pay me maybe a paycheck at least through, Jan- through December, through the end of the year? Nope. Money's gone. You're on your own. Toodaloo. Merry Christmas. I'm not going to say it. What do you want to say? This ties ties back to the reparations conversation we were having on Saturday. You could tie it back to the reparations conversation we were having on Saturday. You, you think that, that Stacey Abrams, Abrams' staff needs reparations? I think maybe she didn't spend her money on what she should have spent her money oh, on first. You think- which would have been taking care of her staff. You think she may have been visiting the Mercedes dealer she may have been or the Cadillac dealer? That's what I'm saying. Oh, Scott, how dare you with such a dastardly thought around Christmas time. Let's head to the telephone. Andrew in Stanhope, welcome. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly. Hey, James, two quick things. It was uh, Chris Christie when he was on the news on CBS. They made fun of him because they said, well, most people, January 6th, they just like to see both sides of the hearing, not a one-sided against Trump. And they laughed and said, how could there be two sides? Here's two sides. The two police officers, Trump was accused of assaulting two Secret Service police officers. And they had a woman testify that was third-hand in for, you know, a witness, but the two officers themselves wanted to testify, but they weren't allowed to because they were going to say that was false. And second, jump cut. When they cut, everyone knows they cut out the words peacefully and patriotically, but when they play the video, not only do they cut that out, they go, so it's not a jump cut, they go to some cell phone camera in the crowd so you don't see the cut. So that shows just how sleazy and sneaky they actually are. He should 
sue them for defamation. I agree. You know, it is time. Look, we should do everything possible as political opposition to these Democrats to make their lives politically uncomfortably as we can. That means investigate, investigate, investigate. This whole thing, this whole, from the, look, you have a committee that's put together supposedly to find the truth. In the beginning stages of this, one of the first thing Nancy Pelosi did was to make sure Republicans could not even seat on the committee the people that they wanted to put on the so-called committee of Congress. Instead, we get Liz Cheney and Adam Kinziger. Cheney is out today saying that Donald Trump was unfit to be president. Well, it seems to me the people of Wyoming just decided who was unfit to be their congresswoman. And so the only time that Liz Cheney should be back in Washington is by subpoena answering questions that are put to her by the party that she was supposed to be representing. This whole thing has been an exercise in partisanship. And Republicans should not just sit back and take this stuff and just play timid, put tail, tuck the tail between the legs, and go on like this is normal business in Washington. And I'm not kidding about this, folks. Everything that they can investigate, every Democrat that they can investigate, there needs to be an investigation. Everything. Let's go to Elizabeth in Manhattan. Welcome, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm well, and thank you very much. Your program is stupendous. Um, I wish Mr. Fitton were still there to discuss my comments. The illegal immigrant invasion is a deliberate policy, and it is a Biden-Democrat policy doing the job for labor unions. Work permits, special work permits, or IDs will lead to other kinds of IDs for the raft of illegal immigrants who are coming in, and that can lead to all sorts of things. Uh, do uh, invite Mr. Fitton back, and at the same time, perhaps Mark Mix from Right to Work. Thank you so much for all you do. Elizabeth, thank you so much for your call. There was a, an article, I have it in my stack of things I didn't get to because it is a very, very lengthy piece. And it was in one of the legacy media outlets about the lengths that a woman went through to clear her daughter who had been thrown out of her own place for supposedly not paying her rent or mortgage or what it was and she was the victim of an identity theft. It took, I don't know, I, I forget the, the length of time, but it was so lengthy. And every single place she turned to in law enforcement to try to get them involved for many, for over almost a year, denied her. I bring that up behind Elizabeth remarks to say this. Every day, I know if you have a mobile phone, if you have a landline, every day, multiple times of the day, you are called by someone you didn't ask to call you with some kind of scam. The IRS is doing something. Oh, you bought something on Amazon. And if you just give us your information, we'll help you do this. 
It's endless, the number of scams. We have a federal law enforcement agency that could care less how many Americans are being scammed by these international rings of thieves. We have local law officials right here in New York who'd rather go after the Trump family than look into the people that harm Americans every single day of their lives. We have law enforcement that turns a blind eye to people that are committing this mass robbery, costing American citizens billions of dollars. Instead, what do they do? They investigate their political enemies. And now they want access through the IRS to your bank account to see where you spent $600. The priorities in this nation for actual law enforcement are pitiful. Pitiful. The American people have to put up with these criminals that are released from jail, in some cases who murder, who rape, who pillage. Democrat Party doesn't care about them. Democrat Party does not care about these organized rings of criminals wreaking havoc in this nation. Instead, we get these ideologically based political persecutions of people that because they're Republican, because they're conservative, and it's okay. It is not okay. I repeat where I started. Every single Democrat needs to be investigated. That's it for time. We got to go here. Time is running out. James Golden, Bostonary, thank you for being with us. Monday's rush hour is done. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow at 4. Hope you're here. See you then. Bye. Shower with those nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.